Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Neil Haley Show's Dr. Christopher Hall Show. And I'm excited to welcome the program, Dr. Hall. Dr. Hall, how are you? Uh, are you surviving this uh, craziness? Well, definitely. I'm definitely doing all the right things, the precautions. And, um, and so um, I'm very excited uh, to be here, Dan. I'm very excited about our guest today. Okay, go ahead and introduce her, Dr. Hall. Oh, well, no problem. Well, it's my pleasure uh, to uh, introduce a, um, one of the stars from the um, Tyler Perry's hit show, The Have and Have Nots, uh, a young lady who actually is a veteran uh, actress um, and a ballet dancer, and I'd like to uh, introduce Miss uh, Jacqueline Beatham. Welcome to the show, Jacqueline. Thank you so much. Hey, Jacqueline, so how are you? This is kind of the question I have to ask every time now. How are you doing with this uh, coronavirus? What's going on with you? Um, I'm doing great. I'm super healthy. My family's healthy. We're all just trying to stay strong right now. Um, the first few days were really easy. It almost felt like a little stay in vacation where we just like ate and drank and slept a lot. But now it's like, okay, we're a week into this. So I'm actually going to do a free ballet class on Sunday on my Instagram live for everyone that's at home just to try to connect with people and get people moving. Cause I think now that we're a week into this quarantine, everyone's starting to get a little stir crazy. So I wanted to think of something that I could do to help us all connect and get moving and have something to look forward to. And then also our movie comes out April 14th. So hopefully people We'll be able to just connect with that and watch that as well soon when it comes out. You know, it's interesting when you talk about stir crazy. That's the thing. <laughs> In five days, people are getting stir crazy. All yeah. right, Dr. Hall, go ahead and your, your question. Oh, sure. No problem. Well, just, uh, just kind of starting out, with, uh, you know, Jacqueline, tell us a little bit about um, kind of where you're born, where you're from, and, and how you got in, uh, into acting. For sure. Um, I was born in Long Beach, California, so I'm a California native. Um, All right. Yeah, actually, my mom, my sister modeled and acted when she was younger, and so I was offered to do auditions, and I took headshots and did all that kind of stuff when I was like four years old, but I was so shy, and I would never go into the rooms, and I, I couldn't do it and so my mom just never let me or pushed me into it because <laughs> I was just such a shy little girl um <laughs> I started to dance and that really helped me open up my shell and come out of my shell um and then when I moved back into Hollywood when I was 21 I had gone to an acting class with a friend because she was so nervous and didn't want to go alone. So I just went as a supporter. I wasn't going to take. And then she didn't show up because she was so nervous. And so I'm sitting in this acting class like, what am I doing? Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> and so I was going to leave because I was primarily a dancer. Um, I was going to leave and the acting coach was like, no, stay and take her spot. And so she gave me this really dramatic scene and I started to cry and I really connected with it. And afterwards, she approached me and asked me if I wanted to be an actress. And I was like, I don't know what that entails. I don't know if that's anything I would ever want to do. And she's, she was a manager. And so she actually was my first manager. And I started acting. And that's kind of how I got into it. I, 
I had no idea this would ever be my path. <laughs> and, and it's interesting when we think about our path and then when we finally try something for the first time, it's really interesting, isn't it? It's kind of like, wow, oh, I like this. I want to try this more. And I thought of myself in something else. Exactly. So tell us, Jan, and like when that process, when you're saying, okay, compare dancing to acting in so many ways of how you prepare. Dancing's very, I mean, they're both a, an art form where you express emotion and you have to emote. And so the transition was hard in one way because then all of a sudden you're not using as much movement to express and you're using words. And so that was really scary for me because I am very shy when it comes to opening up with words and talking to people because I was you know, always taught to express through physicality. And that was my comfort zone. Um, and so it took a lot for me to open up in that way. Um, but I was able to connect with the emotion and the vulnerability and um, being able to express um, with all my emotions very easily because when you're in ballets and taking a character and you're transforming it on stage, and sometimes you do cry when you get into that or you do you know, laugh or you have these big emotions on stage. And so I had been doing that since I was a little girl. So that was a very easy transition for me. All right, Dr. Hall, next question for Jacqueline. Wow. Yeah, it's kind of interesting what she was saying because um, actually her, her character, um, Amanda Cryer, on the um, that, that hit show um, is, is you know it seems like her life is filled with all types of ups and downs and emotions so it's pretty pretty, pretty interesting so now um, tell us about um, what time does it take actually to to make it in a place like um, uh, in in the film industry and in acting now I mean how, <laughs> what does it take for a, yeah I mean I heard it's kind of a you know, kind of tough skin. <laughs> crazy I you know it was interesting because everyone would always tell me the minute you book your first job um it's gonna make it so much easier and I remember several years ago after I had booked the haves and have nots I still was auditioning and I still was going into rooms and I still was testing and I still test to this day um and it 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 doesn't really seem to get easier. It's still a lot of work and you're still having massive competition. And I remember I was having coffee with one of my friends who is a much bigger celebrity and she is an A-lister and she was going through the same anxieties and pressures I was. And I was like, wow, it never ends. Like we always are all in the same boat. I think just the contracts get higher, the pressures get higher just the more work you do. So I think that as an artist, you just have to constantly be stable in your craft, keep working, keep the discipline, keep putting all your, um, all the benefits you need to prosper and grow as a human being. So when those pressures and those anxieties and those contracts start to come in, you're ready. Um, and I think that's why- people get stuck searching for fame or wanting things that aren't really in the craft form and sometimes their careers burn out because they don't have that stability and they don't have that growth and they're not putting in the work 
Um, and I think that's how to keep the longevity going for your career as an artist. And that's so true. And I think that everybody in this industry, if they understand the industry, understands that you, you're you're only one step away from not having a job and that's to go find another job. Yeah. So you got to go back through and go back to the drawing board exactly. and that process. And when you audition for things, is there specific roles you're looking for? Yeah, I think um, I actually this year was my goal is to start moving into comedy. I did a rom-com in November and comedy's always been like my first love. Um, and it's really hard to break into. And so I really, that's been my goal is, and that's what I've been working toward. Um, so I think like that's primarily what I've been auditioning for re recently. Um, but I think as well, I'm, I always play like a Caucasian character, but I'm actually very ethnically diverse. And so I've been trying to audition for more roles and I want to start writing more roles that would contribute that. I'm Samoan, Navajo and Irish and part Spanish. So I'm like a complete mutt. And I feel like there isn't a lot of characters that talk about people who are mixed um, with especially P Pacific Islander. I think there's like not a lot of content right now that talk about Pacific Islander um, people or what their culture is. So I feel like I want to bring that to the drawing board for future projects for sure. And that's great. I mean, and you really can, especially if you start to create things yourself or try yeah. to find the right people to do that, to come up with those roles or to be an advocate online is the perfect time now with everything stopping, uh, Jacqueline, to go and speak out about these things and say there's got to be more roles for us and there has to be more storylines based on us. And that's uh, the, the platform for you is definitely social media to get that converse, conversation started with people that are like you that want to see a character like you yeah and telling that story for sure all right all right good dr hall for the next question uh no problem that's, that's no problem at all and uh and jacqueline she's so california like analyzing herself and and then seeing how she can help other people <laughs> that's great um so tyler perry you know he's kind of an enigma to a lot of people i mean he's had the my dear the my dear character he played for many years, and he's so versatile. Now he's obviously doing production and movies, and has his own studio. Um, Jacqueline, tell us what it's like to work with an individual like Tyler Perry, and, and what you've been experienced with him. Um, he's amazing. I think he's one of the hardest workers I've ever seen in my life. Um, he, you know, has done so many productions, like you said. He's so thoughtful. He's a great boss. He was a great director to work for. Um, and I think that's why he's an icon and he's just a full workforce and one of the, I think he's one of the most successful entertainers and wealthiest entertainers in the industry. Um, and I mean, you can't become that without putting the work ethic and the drive and the effort that he does. And I think that's just like so inspirational as an artist to to watch someone work that hard and dedicate that much into his like life craft. No, I agree. I mean, I absolutely agree. I think it's just something that somebody that really is just so passionate and so creative 
and you could learn so many things from him. And when you worked with Tyler, you didn't think where Tyler would be now, right? His growth since when you did the oh show. But now it's amazing. Yeah. And that just shows you like what it, the, what you put into yourself and what you put into what you believe in and what your dream is. Like you can fulfill bigger than what you even had. Um, and that's kind of what my dream was for getaway is I wanted to start creating my own content and writing and producing and putting things out there that I wanted to be out there and tell stories. Um, and that he was a huge inspiration for me, um, in that regard. No, absolutely. Oh, that's just definitely something that's Incredible. amazing to do this. So, all right, Dr. Hall, I'm, uh, so you're a Tyler Perry friend fan as well dr hall and your experiences of watching his work oh yeah oh, good guy it's hilarious it's just it's just incredible like i said some of the the older the my the Madeers <laughs> movies and the characters so um pretty dynamic individual but, um, well great um well um that's really exciting uh now tell us about um your you said your your um the movie that's coming up um I'm just gonna, I guess we could yeah, tell me a little about that, your new movie that's coming out. Um. Yeah, so I had, I've been writing scripts for a few years now, and I, my partner and I, he was like, you, you're writing scripts that are like a $160 million budget. Like, they're incredible, but we wouldn't be able to make this right now. Um, and I wanted to just be able to produce it and finance it myself and just be able to make the content and, like, release it. So we sat down and I had an idea that I wanted it to be women empowerment, um, have a very woman forward storyline, um, especially with horror film, like there's the quintessential woman characters. And I just wanted to like bypass that and completely change the idea um, of what horror films speak about. And I love psychological thrillers. So I wanted to have a deeper storyline just than slash and kill. Um, and so we were talking about it and we developed the storyline and I started writing it and just came out with it and we did several drafts and then about two or three months later we shot the movie. So it happened very quickly. Um, but that's all I was doing and I dedicated all my time to it. And it was so amazing being on that side of camera and the amount of appreciation I have now for producers and crew is just incredible. I had no idea how hard it was to make a feature. It's so much work. <laughs> and as an actor, you kind of take that for granted. You just show up and then you leave after your scenes are done and you don't see all the work that goes behind the scenes. And that's, that's so true. Um, and the process of being part of something versus really being in charge then the amount of work and then at the end of the day saying finally it's uh, mm -hmm. happened so where can we see the film how what when's the release and everything it's releasing april 14th it's going to be on itunes um google play xbox it's like there's a huge list i should have it on me right now i don't but I will post it on my Instagram as time gets closer. But I know for sure iTunes, Google Play, um, whatever the Xbox platform is. <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Um, as you can see, I'm a huge gamer. Um, and 
but as I'll, I'll release the exact platforms on my Instagram as time gets closer. Okay, fabulous. Next question, Dr. Hall. Wow. Well, okay, Amanda Cryer. <laughs> to ask you another question, I, I mean, um, I see where you, uh, you know, you obviously you're teaching uh, ballet. You started ballet at a very young age, and you were in gymnastics uh, when you were younger. Now, how long were you into gymnastics? And tell us about um, that. I did it till I was about 12 years old, and I started competing very heavily. And all of a sudden, I was getting injured and I was having to do like pre-therapy, post-therapy after training. And I started doing front tucks on the balance beam and I was getting extreme anxiety. And my coach would make me stand on the balance beam until I would do it. But with front tucks on the balance beam, it's a blind land. You can't see where you're landing. And so I just started getting all this fear. And my mom was like, you are 12 years old. This is way too much. Like it's not bringing you the joy that it used to. We're done. And that's how I found ballet. Um, I went, I started doing cheerleading because that's what my sister was doing. And I was at, I was at cheerleading camp for my sister, just supporting and watching her. And I saw a dance team and I started taking a jazz class because I fell in love with that. And my jazz teacher was like, you have to do ballet. You have the facility and, you know, the poise for it. And started doing that and that's where I fell into becoming a ballerina so developing that so you had to develop certain strengths in gymnastics that helps you in ballet explain that, that. Yeah. Explain I was like a powerhouse at <laughs> a six-pack when I was 12 years old and I was so flexible um because I had been doing it my mom put me in gymnastics when I was two because I kept jumping off everything and she wanted me to learn how to like fall and roll properly <laughs> so I wouldn't hurt myself um so I had been doing it you know since I was a baby that's great that's great and what do you think of performers now that they have to take this they can't perform especially you're in the in the film industry so that you can't shoot right now with coronavirus. But when you talk about the people had performances, think of what you would have felt like not being able to perform. Um, well, everything shut down. So, I mean, even auditions, um, it's crazy. I think I'm hoping in the next two weeks, things will start to get back to like the new normal. Cause I mean, it's not going to go back right away. Um, but I think as actors, we're used to going and stopping. So I think for us, it's a little bit, we're more used to it. I think for dancers, it's probably so grueling because of the physicality of not being able oh, to dance Oh yeah, for day. sure. Mm -hmm. Um, especially just being stuck in home and if you don't have a house where you can move around and if you have a small space, like... I get it. And that's why I'm going to do this little free Instagram live on Sunday. And just, even if you have a tiny space, just get your body moving and release endorphins because it's strange right now. I mean, I don't think any of us have ever lived in a circumstance like this. No, not at all. The, the three of us definitely <laughs> haven't. Uh, my late father had in the great depression uh, that passed yeah. away about 
four months ago for five. It's that time flies so fast during something like this. But uh, yeah, I agree with you. Uh, Dr. Hall summarized Jacqueline. I mean, I, I, I love her energy. I love again, uh, how she's staying positive during these challenging times and providing her fans a platform to see her even when she's grounded. Exactly. And it's incredible. I mean, the, the role she plays in on the have, have not, uh, listening to her, and you know the thing is, I was a gymnast myself, competed nationally all over the country in gymnastics. So I know that takes uh, a lot of uh, hard work, attention to detail, and discipline. And 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 just like with ballet, it takes that. So that's opposite the character that, uh, that she plays on TV. And so you can honestly see that she has a broad range of skills. Um, she um, has pretty much uh, shown us that if we follow her dreams in life um, and work hard, she's got a lot of good lessons for the young people. Uh, so far as believing in yourself discipline and so i'm just very excited about her new uh movie her new show that's coming out and um i'm really uh, excited you came on you came on show today jackson thank you thank you so much you guys you're welcome and what about projects wise any other projects to promote tell us your instagram again how we can find you on instagram and if you have any other projects to promote right now yeah, so I just did a movie in November. It's called Stars Fell in Alabama. It's a rom-com. I play the antagonist, though. <laughs> um, so that should be, I think they're in post-production right now, so I'll have more details of coming when that release date comes out. Um, and then my Instagram is just my name, at Jacqueline Beatham, J-A-C-L-Y-N-B-E-T-H-A-M. Fantastic. Thanks uh, for coming on the Dr. Christopher Hall show and I appreciate it. And I'm glad we finally connected and uh, best of luck with all of it. Okay. Awesome. Thank you, you guys. What would you say, Dr. Hall? Oh, no. I was, I was wondering, how can we get Jacqueline a book or get that and get the, the whole crew there? Her, her, her oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We can, we can definitely get Jacqueline a book. Uh, I will. I have her cell phone and Jacqueline, if I can Great. text you with Dr. Hall, that'd be fantastic. He'd love yeah. to send you a copy of this book. Okay? I would love that. Okay. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Take Thank care. You guys. I appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. That was the Dr. Christopher Hall show, everyone.